every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for What's Going On, where we check in with the other shows. Zone Sports Network, brought to you today by our friends at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. They have been proven in lab tests to remove more dirt and soils than other methods. Their powered water cleaning means no soap, no shampoos, and no toxic chemicals. Schedule your Zero Res cleaning today. Call them 801-288-9376. Live today from Sound Sleep Medical. Give them a call, 801-285-9731. Find out about their oral appliance to treat sleep apnea and snoring. It's amazing, 801-285-9731. All right, Gordo, are you ready to roll? Let's do it. Let's start out with DJ and PK, uh, their thoughts on BYU and what they can do to strengthen their schedule. Question of the day is Boise State and maybe another yet-to-be-named opponent good enough to prove how good BYU is. And right away, Dave jumps in with, slow down. I just hope they can open a can on La Tech. One game at a time, PK. Somebody feels a little burned by Toledo in South Florida and Hawaii. That was last year, though. It has nothing to do with this year. I don't. When you're looking at a football team, you don't look at what they did 12 months ago. You look at what they're doing now. Jack says, only if the other yet-to-be-named team is Utah State. Go Aggies. Jack's voting with his heart there a little bit. Well, nationally, I don't think, and I don't think anybody could disagree with us here, that uh, Utah State has the rep that Boise has. I mean, Boise, since, uh, well, they, they first, when they made the jump, I looked this up last night, uh, to the Big West. Big West doesn't play football anymore. WAC doesn't play football anymore. But since like 1999, for 20 years, they are a little bit of what Gonzaga is, just domination in their respective leagues. Now, they've been in three of them, right? The Big West, the WAC, and now the Mountain West. And I don't think they've ever finished below second. And so they've got this national rep, and the game just screams to be played, and I think it will be played. Well, it'll be booked anyway. You never know what's going to be played today, but it'll be booked and it'll give the winner a real shot in the arm in terms of uh, credibility. Give them that. Because if you look at what Boise's done, Boise's strategy has been to clean up on its conference, which it has done. Absolutely. Generally speaking, it is done. And then you schedule one or two brand-name games you know, against a, a, an opponent that will get you some credibility. Uh, last year, even though Florida State isn't near what it was, uh, they played it. You know, when they made the scheduling, you know, probably didn't know when Florida State was going to turn crappy and run <laughs> through a slew of coaches. But they do that. And, you know, if they should win, well, it gives them a ton of credibility and then maybe get somebody in the bowl game. You know, and that's what they did last year. They uh, 
had the, the, the brand names on their pro, on their schedule, Florida State. And I think BYU's been a great series, obviously. And then they had the Washington game with the Chris Peterson. I think that was the Vegas Bowl at the end last year. And they lost that ball game. So that's how they, they get and they, and, I, and everyone remembers the Oklahoma win. I mean, it was a scintillating way. And, uh, and uh, what's-his-face, Johnson posing, proposing on the field. Uh, what was her name? Chrissy Popadix. I mean, I can still remember that. You know, we all remember the trick plays and all that stuff. And, and that's how they do that. And BYU, well, their brand is a little bigger. They've been doing it longer, obviously. Boise coming on the scene in the 90s. BYU coming on the scene in the late 70s, early 80s. And so they've got it longer. So it just makes sense. And I do think that in this season, you would like more. And they would have had more. The Cougars would have had more. But in this season... That game becomes the biggest game. Now, if you lose other games along the way, yeah, and that goes for both teams. But right now, both teams don't have any losses. One hasn't played any games, obviously, but that's what they're looking for. So it it must happen. There you go. That was DJ and PK talking about, uh, you know, a, well, kind of a similar conversation to what we had yesterday. I certainly agree with PK about Boise State. It's in BYU and the Mountain West's best interest for those two uh, to play football and bring in a little revenue and interest and juice and uh, legitimize possibly uh, both uh, both teams. So I, I really hope that happens. I hope those rumors come to fruition, Gordon. Yeah, there's an open date. Uh, why wouldn't you do it? I don't see a good reason not to. So, yeah, uh, that's – I like the way PK said that. You schedule it. You don't know if it will be played, but you schedule it. Absolutely, and and work toward it and try to try to do everything that you possibly can. I, I love the idea that maybe Tom Homo is, is being flexible and maybe there's a, another game that can appear from nowhere somehow and maybe you can add – another difficult game on the back end as conferences are trying to figure it out. Maybe they have similar problems that arise. And, uh, you know, I, his, his job is the toughest in college sports right now. It just is. And, uh, you know, I, I liked that conversation yesterday. I thought it was great. I thought David and Pat did a really good job talking to, uh, talking to him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's had it tough, but he's a, he's a smart guy who's doing a heck of a job in my opinion. I really like that rivalry. Uh, I, it's, it makes sense on so many levels. Boise State is a terrific football program. The, the, the schools aren't that far apart. Uh, and, and they're looking for natural rivals. Uh, BYU still has Utah, but it's in a different conference now. And, and so, they, yeah, anything BYU can do to strengthen those kinds of rivalries, it's in their best interest, and it's also in the best interest of Boise State, especially considering the way the Cougars have looked early on. Uh, they look dominant. And, yeah, they're playing teams. Uh, Navy, bit of a disappointment coming off a very strong season last year. But BYU just handled them like they were nothing. You know, and, you you, you yeah. bring up, Gordon, the, the BYU-Boise State rivalry, and I, I'm sorry if I uh, interrupted, but, but you struck a, a chord in my mind. You know what else it does? It replaces something that I miss about BYU being in a conference, and that's relationships with teams that you play every year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Boise State is, is, is really good, no doubt. But the more of those types of relationships that BYU can have, the better. Because, you know, we, we see BYU play even their big opponents – you know, like Michigan State, and then you just don't even give them another thought, right? You, you know, or you see them twice or, or maybe three times, and, 
and then it's kind of that relationship evaporates. You don't have those say what you will about Wyoming, but it gave us the Kyle Whittingham, Joe Glenn moments, you know, and even UNLV nipped uh, Utah and BYU every once in a while and created these revenge game scenarios and, and, and these sorts of things. And, and BYU and Boise still playing gives BYU, I think, a, a little taste of that where you're p- playing a familiar opponent with history. And I'm sure, I'm sure Boise is chomping at the bit to get back at the Cougars for ruining their year last year. Well, I, I, well said, Jake. Uh, that That is exactly right. And BYU being in the situation it's in, the, the more of these kinds of anchor games it has, the better. And then yep. they can go out and do all the things that they said they wanted to do when they went independent. They wanted to give their players and give their program exposure around the country, and they can still go out and do those things. And if you have a couple of few anchors that, uh, you know, that you visit and revisit every single year, then, then uh, you know, <laughs> within the view of independence, then you have your cake and you eat it too because you, you have the best of both worlds if you buy into that. Now, many other people say, hey, get in the conference and and uh, that would be uh, preferable. But uh, if you're thinking like BYU is, then do it that way. And, yeah, I think that Boise State rivalry, what are they, scheduled out for the next 50 years or something? I mean, yeah, it seems to really be working for both sides. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really good thing. I couldn't agree more. All right, let's check in with Hans and Scotty. Uh, they gave uh, their thoughts and some takeaways from what uh, Tom Homo had to say yesterday. So there you go, Tom Homo with DJ and PK yesterday. Some interesting comments, uh, to say, say the least. I thought DJ and PK killed it in that conversation. The only thing that I would have added was, if it like, what was the mindset? When you see the Pac-12 shut it down and you see the Big Ten shut it down, and everybody's saying, don't play, don't play, don't play. And everybody thinks that you're going to be killing people. And yet, BYU's like, we're going ahead. Where did that, did that come from, Only Tom? team, West Only of Texas. Only team, West of Texas playing. Did that come from Tom? Because, you know, Kalani can do it all he wants, but Kalani's not going to have a say as to whether or not they're going to play. I mean, he can give his insight. Is that higher than Tom? Like, yes. Who, who was like, damn the por- torpedoes, full speed ahead? Yes. It, it, it's the... It's the brethren, man. That's that's the upper tier call. That comes from the president and even above the president of that university. That's that's coming from church leadership. Am I wrong? I, that's that's a church leadership call. That is not a Tom. Now Tom Homo could say to them, "I think we can do this," but they're the ones that have to say, "All right, we're going to put our name and reputation on it and go forward." But I, I get the feel that. I get the feel that if the Big 12, SEC, and ACC would have followed the Big 10 and Pac-12, BYU would have still looked for potentially a Troy game. Yeah. They would have still turned a stone to see if they could schedule Navy. You know, I, I think BYU was set to just go. That's a higher up. That's that's not Tom. That's a president and to the big guns of the church that made that call. Because that's uh... – you got to have some big ones in the middle of that. All of that when when those dominoes are falling to say no, we're still going. We don't answer to anybody else. We answer. We don't have a conference. We don't have to answer Huge. to. We're just going to go. And whatever perception and fallout from that perception comes, we're willing to take it. I truly think that if all Power Five conferences would have would have. And I think you kind of got that from Tom Homo a little bit there. Yeah. 
which is, you know what I learned in college scheduling? No matter what, Navy and, and Army would have played. And I think in his mind, in that comment, I think it's kind of like BYU was ready to just figure it out. And, and we want to be a part of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, people might take this the wrong way, but I've never been more proud of BYU, ever. Oh, I agree with you on that. I've never been more proud. The fact that it was not the in thing to do to play football. Like, all the cool kids are shutting it down. The entire West. And you're like, no, we think we can still go. And then to be proven right when everybody comes back, you can puff your chest out a little bit. Yep. So, yeah, oh, okay, and you now, guys want to play now? And now all everybody's right. coming back. And then to that last comment that Lloyd played, that's why I think Tom's waiting a little bit. He's like, all right, everybody's coming back. Yeah. Now let's see what maybe what we can squeeze out of this. Maybe we can squeeze a couple of opponents that will that will give us some street credit. Tom almost handling it well, isn't he? I think he's handling this whole thing as well as he possibly can. And because you could have some guys get on there after having five thousand, six thousand fans canceled from your stadium, and you could say things that get you in hot water and that you regret. And Tom Homo did a really good job of biting his tongue and saying, look, well, we're working really close with the state. They've been good to us. We're hoping we could get fans. I think he's handling it well. Yeah, I'm with you. With all the different emotion that's probably coursing through that guy every single day as something's canceled, something new comes up. Oh, man, I can't. I could not imagine dealing with that, that position, that job. Oh, right yeah. Now. No, no, thank you uh, on that. I mean, just from the, the, the stupidity of getting a phone call, you know, Tom Homo sitting at his desk and getting a phone call from somebody saying, ah, we got a, we got a problem, Tom. Oh, what's that? Well, it's not, a, it's not a COVID thing. It's not even an academic thing. Um, Hans Olsen's on honor code probation again. Well, what did he do? Well, this, one, this one's kind of worse than the last one. You know, like, he has to deal with that. Yeah. Oh, and he's got, what, 600 athletes or 500? Oh, geez. Five yeah. or 600 athletes? Somewhere around there, yeah. That he's trying to deal with through all this, as well as dealing with scheduling, as well as seeing the financial situation and being like, oh, hell, we cannot pay our women's volleyball staff. <laughs> we're going to have to. Oh, <laughs> boy. We're going to have to ask for tithing money. Sheesh, man. We're going, trying to go to break here. Are you going to open up that can of worms right now? <laughs> well, there's a lot of money in that. <laughs> All right, there you go, Hanson, Scotty. What Look, are your uh, thoughts? I, I, I agree with some of what they said, and some of what they said is ridiculous in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tom Homo did a terrific job, and uh, he does. Uh, he's very busy with some of the things he he has to do, but for them to say this is the proudest moment, give me a freaking break. We had a freaking pandemic going on. We had people dying. We had all kinds of problems going on. What's the matter with a conference and team saying, hold it, hold everything? I mean, that, that, that's the, why, why would you be proud of a program powering on in that environment? Now, it worked out. It worked out, and uh, they're doing testing three times a week. I, 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 you know, I mean, the thing that changed my mind was testing every day. If you test every day, then I'm okay. But to say that BYU should be puffing its chest out and be proud because they stayed the course, 
I mean, come on. I, I couldn't disagree more with that. I mean, these schools that stopped to, to examine what was going on before they proceeded, I think that was the responsible thing to do. And, and it, it worked out because they could do this testing. They could do the testing that was necessary. But to say, oh, BYU powered on, they should be so proud. Why? Uh, What's there to be proud of? I think it's more, you could be find more pride in, in being more cautious. I, just my opinion. That, yeah. Just my I, opinion. I think Hans obviously has a different opinion. Uh, yeah. he's, he's proud of BYU, and they didn't feel the need to shut it down. You know what, Gordon? I, I don't think the Pac-12 and Big Ten needed to shut it down. I think they could have delayed. I think that, that this testing that you're, you're, you know, made the big difference for you, people knew that that was coming. It, it, you know, that didn't come out of nowhere. They knew that that was coming. I just, you know. I think the, I, rapid, the rapid results, the, the combination of those things, they weren't as sure as you're making it out to be. I, Gordon, I heard the rumors just like you did. We heard it. We heard it was coming. It was the, the coming. Pac, that yeah, didn't come Pac, out of nowhere, Pac, man. The Pac-12 didn't. Well, yeah, but they took it in stages. At first they said, now we'll do conference only. And then they, they didn't know about that. So what they if, said, okay, we won't we won't do that. And so and when it became apparent that they could come up with that partnership, and the same thing with the Big Ten. They said, okay, we can do this. And they were certain they could do it. That's when they proceeded. What's the matter with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Well, what if that stage was completely unnecessary? And if you believe that that's the whole story, okay. Well, even if you want to go the liability route, well, there's value in that too. Because why Why would you worry about that? Because people are going to get sick and then they're going to sue you. So that's that. That's not all bad either. I, I just disagree. These guys, the, the people who think, who were all about the football from the beginning, and that's what they cared about more than anything else, I think they were up in the night. I just disagree with that. I think it's better to be cautious, and we, whether we want to believe them or not, if they want to talk about the well-being of their student-athletes, that's something to stop and consider. Okay. I mean, I love those guys. I love Hans and Scotty. I just disagree with them on that on that particular topic, and Scotty made that clear when he joined us that day. Remember? Well, I do. Yeah. I do, and uh, yeah, there's disagreement on this show all the time. That's what we do. Gordon, the, yeah. the theme of the day was uh, was going to be debate. After all, uh, we are live debate and sound sleep. How about that? We're live at Sound Sleep Medical eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one. If you're dealing with sleep apnea, if you snore, if you think you're dealing with sleep apnea, listen up uh, because this is great. Matt joins us now, and Matt, uh, I'm a client of Sound Sleep. Yeah. I it, it's made a huge difference in my life, and it's it's amazing how simple one oral appliance is and what a big difference it can make. Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think Gordon can agree with, agree with me here. Um, we can all agree that getting a good night's sleep is important. It is. Yes. Can we're we agree here. on that, Gordon? Can we yes, are we on indeed. the same page? Okay. I love well, that's that. good. That's good. It's some common ground, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, no, and hey, <laughs> more more common ground, Jake. I am also a patient at Sound Sleep Medical, a client here, and uh, my story uh, is you know, probably not too different than than a lot of people that we work with. You know, I, I'm I'm in my 30s, and I snore. I mean, I snore like a beast at night. My poor little wife had to wake me up, and and uh, 
she's so nice about how cautiously she wakes me up and and so she could get a good night's sleep and then we both kind of woke up with little kids and no one's happy and and uh so i knew i snored but i didn't know i had sleep apnea i came in came and uh into sleep uh sound sleep medical and and had that home sleep test did the test yeah the test and found out i do have sleep apnea and uh got the device and a couple weeks later and and it was an immediate reaction for me i mean the it, the next day woke up refreshed it's amazing yeah the 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 feeling is so immediate where you're like wow i didn't know i was sleeping so poorly yeah and i, I gave it a couple of days of my wife i gave, you know i gave it a week i said hey how are, how are you sleeping and she she actually didn't fully realize it till a couple of days weeks you know days later and she goes wait a second I'm not waking up either. It's at amazing, night. and 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 it's uh, it's actually helped our relationship. So, you know, if you want to have an, a, a similar experience, and you can, you don't have to go and get a a CPAP machine. If you've tried them before, um, you know, I I knew I would be intolerant. I couldn't, I can't have stand things on my face. Uh, but uh, if if you want to try have those kind of the same experiences, Sound Sleep Med- Medical is making it easy for you. We're uh, we're we're doing a special right now. If you if you call and schedule. Uh, in any of our six locations, we're going to give you a, a free consultation, and we're going to put you into a drawing for this sleep gift basket, which is a, a minky blanket, a purple pillow, and a hundred dollar Amazon gift you're card. Be sleeping better with that. So you're going to yeah, you're going to sleep better. Your wife's going to sleep better. Your your loved one's going to sleep better, and you're going to be all cuddled up on a nice blanket and a pillow. Eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one. Call now. Eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one. Sleep better with Sound Sleep Medical. Matt, thank you very much. Thanks, Jake. All right, more big show coming up next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This one goes out to Johnny Lightfoot, uh, who happens to be our on site engineer here today at Sound Sleep Medical. Call him today, 801 285 9731. That's 801 285 9731. What do you think of, of Johnny Lightfoot's selection here, Gordon? I'm good with it. Oh, so you, you bag on all my chosen uh, bumps for. for uh, band of the day and stuff but just because uh, johnny lightfoot a, a professional musician picks something you're just fine with it uh i think that's a pretty good reason <laughs> so whatever opinion johnny has you're coming along johnny has performed in front of uh, two hundred thousand people uh, i think that's uh, carries some credibility Do either of you talk in your sleep ever uh i sleepwalk but i don't uh, i don't oh. believe i talk in my sleep no Austin, don't you sleepwalk a little yourself? Uh, I don't. My wife has in the past. I talk in my sleep all the time, though. What do you say? Oh, pin number, social security number, all kinds (laughs) of... Deepest, darkest secrets, that sort of thing. Uh (laughs) Locker combinations at the airport, yeah. Whitney knows everything about you. (laughs) That's right. Everything uh, possible. What about you, Gordon? you sleepwalk or or talk in your sleep? I don't think so. I don't think so. My wife used to talk in her sleep, and uh, and uh, she'd say some pretty funny things. Is that how you and found would, this out? Lisa's pet name for me is Paula. <laughs> and then I would uh, 
I would I would think to myself, oh, I gotta remember that. I've gotta tell her what she said, and I fall asleep, and I remember it about half the time. But she doesn't do that much anymore. No. But back in the early days of our marriage, I got a kick out of that. Does Naz have to like lock the door, Jake, when, so that you don't sleepwalk into danger? It's funny you say that because the last time I sleptwalked, which this was uh, a couple years ago now, so it doesn't happen very often. But the last time that I did, it was winter, and I was going outside. That's where oh. she. That's where she found me. She heard the in your uh, nightdress. Oh, dude, underwear, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm going out the front door. And the only reason she woke up was because she heard our security alarm uh, beeping. You know, counting down to when the the alarm was going to go off. <laughs> And uh, there I am in just my just my skivvies. What's the getting ready to head out ever, head out on the town? What's the farthest you've ever gone? I don't know. Usually I don't go far. I, I went down to the basement once. That was the only time I really went outside. I once slept walked. This was when I was a kid, and uh, I was dreaming in my dream that I was turning on the light, and then I woke up because I turned on the light in my room. Oh. So you're so, like half it, when you're sleepwalking. I guess you're half awake. Is that I, the whole thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody. Maybe there's an expert out there that uh, that could tell me. My We're wife here at, uh, uh, once at, ate uh, an entire one pound bag of candy corn while she was sleepwalking. That was not very good. <laughs> a pound bag. A whole of pound. Candy? She, and I didn't know. We woke up the next morning. She's like, "Oh, I don't feel very good." And I said, "I'll, I'll get you a drink of water." I go in the entire bag that we had bought the night before at the grocery store. Was just ripped open on the counter, empty. Wow, just, like wow. she had ripped it open and licked it clean. I think. <laughs> I, I was like, what? I know why you're not feeling well. <laughs> I got a clue. <laughs> uh, That's amazing, Austin. Yeah. I, I mean, could she choke? I'm sure she could have. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever uh, uh, communicated with her while she's sleepwalking? Because my wife has talked to me and I respond, but I don't make any sense. So I got to be like at least somewhat awake. Yeah, right? yeah, right. I've had that same experience. Like, like I'll try to. It, she hasn't done it in years and years. But at the time when she was doing, it, I would try to say, "Okay, now you know, you need to go back to bed." And she just would t- say, <laughs> "The King Tut is on the corner" or something. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> get away from her." Oh, that's funny! Wow. But no, Gordon, you're boring. No sleep talking or walking there. No, right? no. No, I'm a bump on a log. Wow. It'd be more interesting if you did either of those. <laughs> maybe maybe you do talk during your sleep, but Lisa just won't tell you about it. Maybe she's like taking notes like, oh, I see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'll ask her. I'm going to bust him if... for that later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe I have. I, I don't remember having that conversation with her, but uh, I, I think that could be really, really uh, dangerous from a standpoint of... What if you said the wrong things? I keep hearing about people who get mad at their spouses for because they have a dream that they did something. And yeah, it they, happens it, all the time in my house. And they did not do it. I mean, it was in a part of a dream. It was, it was not actually happening, and yet it created discord. So if, if one of your partners was saying something during the night that could also create that discord, I imagine that might be uh, uncomfortable. That sounded awfully personal right uh-huh. there. Like that happened. A lot of no. details. That, that, that happened. No. Like, there, there was some, there was some passion in that defense. No, right no. There. One of my, one of my daughters said that uh, she had a dream and, uh, and took it out on her husband. And I thought, you can't do that. 
He didn't actually do it. Just because it was in your subconsciousness doesn't mean it was in his. Sounds like he needs right? to take some more responsibility, personally. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You think, you think there's some sort of telepathic message being sent somewhere? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've heard that from a lot of guys. I bet if we throw that out there to our listeners right now, have you ever been in trouble for something that your wife or your husband dreamt about that you did? Have you or haven't you? Wow. At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. I'm telling uh, you, it happens. Okay. It's, it's never happened to me. My wife has never said that to me. Uh, but uh, Never I, to you, have, but to, to does the, the, the dozens, if the not hundreds, of, of men specifically that you've talked to about <laughs> I've this. Just, I've just heard. I've heard about it. In fact, we talked about it on a show once, and it seems like there were a whole bunch of examples of it. All right, uh, you can uh, you can tweet us at Gordon Monson at Austin Horton, but uh, you got my address wrong on that one, uh, Gordon. My handle, it's uh, I changed it. It's uh, it's at Lloyd Cole Zone. You can include no, it's at Jake Scott Zone. Me in that conversation at uh, Jake Scott Zone. Because well, why you sound like you're trying? This is avoidance on your part. Have you had a bad experience in that regard? Uh, uh-uh. no, no, not really. Uh, you just walk around the house and get the plumber's helper out and start, uh, you know, fixing toilets and stuff like that, right? No, no, I don't. Which th- you that get would the be power drill out and start drilling holes in the wall. No, that would be better. Maybe then I'd be like I could I could do chores, you know, while I'm sleeping. That would be pretty sweet. But walking outside in the middle of winter, probably hey, Lisa, have I ever spoken? Talk in my sleep. My, Lisa says no. I, she's never heard me talk in my sleep. Okay. Want to remind you to join she us. Said, she says she's heard me groan. <laughs> no talking, though. Just groaning. Oh, just moaning and groaning. Join us. The big show coming up on Friday, 2 to 6, hanging out with Tom and the crew at the warehouse. We're going to be in the Orem location uh, this week, 86 East University Parkway. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Uh, Alema and Coach Mack will be out there as well. It'll be a football Friday. We are live today from Sound Sleep Medical. 801-285-9731 is the number to call. 801-285-9731. Find out how their uh, oral appliance can treat sleep apnea, can cure your snoring as well. It's uh, awesome. It's a very uh, simple mouthpiece, like a mouth guard, uh, very comfortable to wear, and uh, makes you sleep better and be healthier. Big deal these days. 801-285-9731. 31. More Big Show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone, live today from Sound Sleep Medical, 801-285-9731, 801-285-9731. It's time for Austin's list, a list you never want to be on. Uh, our producer, Austin Horton, uh, keeps an enemies list, of course, and uh, we add to it from time to time. Austin, who are we adding today? Well, first, uh, uh, just a little one that I've, I bring up every single year, but it still bothers me when this happens. Major League Baseball does itself no favors with trying to garner 
younger, new fans. I know there's established fans, and th- there will be families that pass on fandom to, to younger generations, but they do themselves no favor by having their preeminent, prominent, most exciting, most dramatic games of the season in the middle of the day when kids are in school. It, it drives me crazy. It makes no sense why these aren't primetime games and why they're doing more than one at the same time also drives me crazy. But So just a little, a little one there. Major League Baseball makes the list for not thinking of the children. Uh, and then this. Tonight, as probably everybody knows and most would like to forget, is the first presidential debate. Uh, between the two primary Which candidate is going on the list? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, uh, that's for uh, my podcast later okay. that we'll talk right. about. Uh, but it's kind of fun, and it's also why, why it's on the list is I wish this weren't the case because I wish that it wasn't so funny to me. Like, this is a serious topic. This is a serious thing. But these debate bingo cards that you can find <laughs> out there on the Internet. So why it's on the list is I wish that it was a serious that, that like this wasn't a made-for-TV celebrity deathmatch type uh, episode tonight, but really it's going to be really fun. And some of these debate bingo cards, like anytime you hear the word China, but it had to, it has to be said like that. Uh, you get a little mark on your card. If you uh, hear Joe Biden say malarkey or folks, <laughs> you get you get a little. Uh, uh, if you hear a nickname thrown out by either candidate. Then you get a a, a, a a bingo mark. So what, what just kind of fun. What nickname do you think is? Uh, well, the one is to... is uh, Sleepy Joe uh, that's, from, that's, from uh, Trump. Yeah, that's what he calls Biden. Uh, I don't th- Biden. I think it says here the one I was saying. It says that Biden will also always refer to someone named Average Joe, and they're counting that as a nickname. But anyway, so it makes the list because I wish it weren't so funny. But it's actually really, really funny. My wife and I have done these these bingo cards a bunch of times <laughs> watching debates, and it is it is really funny. The bi- the big one I've noticed with Biden, and I see this on on one of the the bingo cards I've got up, is folks. He uses folks a lot, and come on. I I wonder how many come ons we're going to get from Biden, and then with with President Trump, who who knows? Uh, I bet at least one <laughs> Sleepy Joe is is dropping in there. Uh, but uh, yeah, some of these Do I'm think- with you, Austin. Some of these bingo cards are are really funny. Do you think there will be a, uh, a stinger or two, you know, like the uh, there you go again or anything like that? There you go again. A stinger? Is, not, is, is that is what they that call what, it? Got him. Uh, is that what uh, Reagan said? That, uh, anyway. That, oh, okay. You know. No, I, b- I believe uh, Greta, Greta Garbo Gardato or whoever she was said that, didn't she? You know, Austin, you disappoint me every time, every single time, because I always look at you as the – Movie aficionado and a uh, terrible choice, really. Johnny Lightfoot doesn't know know who she is either. By the way, uh, all right, we are live at Soundsleep Medical. Uh, give us a call eight zero one two eight five nine seven three one. Find out what they can do for you, Matt. Jumping on with us once again, and uh, Matt, you know we we were chatting off the air a minute ago, sharing our our own personal stories, and you know talking about it. There, there are a lot of people that deal with sleep apnea and certainly that deal with snoring. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, and I, I'll say this, I, I feared it at the time, feared the solution and a CPAP and being sentenced to having that thing taped <laughs> to my face for the rest of my life sounds terrible. And that's why this, uh, this uh, oral appliance is such a great solution. Yeah, that's the amazing thing is, is that we're able to get rid of all this, uh, you know, forced air, masks, the, cl- the, 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 the cleaning, the potential for 
being exposed to even even more disease because if we're not keeping that thing clean, it's it's causing problems. Uh, you know, there's an op- option out there that that not a lot of people understand, and it, it's so much simpler. It's a small appliance, custom made to fit into your mouth. And it keeps your lower jaw from slipping back, and that allows your airway to stay open. Just by doing that, you don't have to force air down your down your, your throat there. You just wear the device every night, breathe normally, wake up refreshed. It's that simple. It is that simple. It, it, it is unbelievably easy. And the great news is it's it's covered by insurance. I mean, people, there there aren't a lot of reasons not to do this. There, there's really not. And we help try to, to eliminate anything else that could possibly be scary by by doing a, uh, facilitating a home sleep sleep test. Now, a lot of people I don't know where, where you started, but a lot of people they start by going to a facility to do a sleep it's test. It's awful. Yeah, so oh, you, it's awful. Oh, I did it. It it was one of my least favorite experiences <laughs> in my life. It was just <laughs> awful. And and not to say that a home sleep test it doesn't have its challenges. You still have to wear stuff on your body and sleep, which I know that can be uncomfortable for some people. But you don't have to go to a facility with all the little gadgets hooked up to you and people watching you. And- oh, the creepy nurse that pokes his head in every <laughs> 25 minutes. Yeah, no, it's seriously, just terrible. At home would make a huge difference. You know, and a lot of physicians right now, we know there's the, the, you're going to see your doctors. You're, you're, there's things going on because you're, you're tired or, or you're having some memory issues or whatever the issue is. You're going to your doctor and he's asking you the question, you know, how do you sleep at night? He's saying, you know, do you snore? And, and if you answer yes to those questions, or you're not sleeping well, and, and yes, you're snoring to those questions, he's ordering a sleep study for you. And those are backed up. Yeah. He or she, your physician, is ordering a sleep study. And those, those are backed up if you want to go into a, into a doctor. Even to get an at-home sleep test right now, you're out a month. Wow. Just getting an at-home one, unless you come to Sound Sleep Medical. The day that you come in, we'll be able to send you home with one. That's what you guys do, 100%. It's what, it's what we do. So we'll facilitate that sleep test. We'll see if there's a problem. And then if there is, we're going to help work with your insurance to get that covered and get an oral appliance custom built for you instead of having to do something like a CPAP. So cool. 801-285-9731. Call today. You'll get that free sleep consultation that uh, Matt was just talking about. Plus, the first 50 callers to schedule a sleep consultation will be entered to win a drawing for a better sleep gift basket, which includes a Miki Couture blanket, which are amazing, a purple pillow, and a $100 Amazon gift card. So call now, 801-285-9731. We appreciate you, Matt. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, uh, stay tuned. Coming up next, uh, we're going to talk a little NFL football uh, with our NFL insider, Matt Williamson. So stay tuned. It's all straight ahead here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.